0: I'm Deborah Bigda, and this is the Hope Restored Podcast, where you can come to discover that no matter how bleak your situation may seem, you can experience true hope and ultimate health. And I'm not referring to just your physical health. I'm talking about a holistic approach to your health, including your mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial health. Join me as I share inspiring stories, incredible guests, and tangible actions that will transform you into the healthiest version of you, that version of you that is fully restored and hopeful for all that is possible. I want you to think about a time in your life where something happened that did not go according to plan, and it really made you upset, right? Maybe it was something that happened with a child, a friend, a family member, something at work, but when it did not go according to like you thought it would, it, your knee jerk reaction was to get upset. So close your eyes. Now, if you're driving cooking over a hot stove, by all means, please keep those eyes open. But if you're not, close your eyes and think back to a time where something did not go as you expected and you got upset. Maybe you even yelled at that child, that family member, that friend, somebody at work. Maybe it was not just a one quick incident, but it was a long drawn out thing, a relationship ending, whatever it is, put that in your mind. And now I'm going to tell you about a not so proud mommy moment (laughs) that I had. And um, then we're going to go back to what it is that you were thinking of. So some of you, May have heard my previous podcast. Maybe you heard um, when I was in the reboot for summer and gave my talk about the story of my husband and I, right? If you have not heard of it, you're going to hear pieces, bits and pieces of it over time. But I want to tell you about this one particular incident. And, you know, I've, I've mentioned that I've had it on my heart to do a podcast podcast. I've had it on my heart to tell my story. Um, I I really have uh, dreamed and I've actually started writing a book um, about this story. And I always wondered, what is really the beginning of my story? Okay, where does it really start? Do you ever have that like you're like, where does my story start? Does it start here? Or is this really where it started? So I want to take you back if you did not know, Back in December, 2007, going into January, 2008, my husband and I went on a 12 day pilgrimage to Italy. Now, this was the first time that we had left our children. We had three children at the time. They were ages like eight six and 20 months. Okay. First time we had left our children since, or gone by ourselves since we had children and we were at the Holy Stairs. Now at the Holy stairs, you're not allowed to walk up the Holy stairs. You have to crawl up the Holy stairs. And when you get to the top, you say a prayer. So we did that. Now I'm going to tell you later what it is. My husband prayed for. I did not know what he prayed for, for almost about a year and a half. I'm going to be telling you to be cautious what you pray for. Cause you might get that answer it may not come the way you want. Right? So going back to January, my, um, we came back from the trip. My middle son at the time. Was uh, seven years old and he had had a lot of issues with some sinus things and stuff. And so he was going to have to have an adenoidectomy, right? He was going to get his adenoids removed. And so it was scheduled for a Thursday. Now I'm going to backtrack just a second here and tell you that my husband at this time had been working for a very large Fortune 500 company. He'd been there for, oh gosh, probably eight years. And, um, they did layoffs what felt like almost every year they did major layoffs and every year my husband escaped them. And they had announced earlier that they were going to do a major layoff at ah, probably like November or December, you know, make you wait out this, right? It's never like we're going to make this announcement and it's going to come quick. It's like, no, we're going to tell you in a couple of months that there's some sort of layoff, but we had lived through this many times. so. I wasn't worried. But coming back to the adenoids, I believe his surgery was scheduled for like nine or 10. We didn't have to be to the hospital till like probably like eight ish. So, you know, I was so proud of myself. Had my son, didn't give any food or water the night before, had babysitters lined up. My husband had told work that, you know, we were going to have surgery, so he was going to have to leave. So he'd gone into work because the plan was he was going to go into work, work for a little bit and then meet me at the hospital since we were not first thing in the morning. So I, you know, got everything lined up. You can picture this, right? Can you picture this? You know, you're so proud of yourself. Don't eat. Don't drink, Trevor. You know, you get up in the morning. Don't, you know, like you can't really brush your teeth, Trev, too much because you you don't want to accidentally swallow water and all ready to walk out the door. Um, babysitters on the way over, right? It's my mom. Um, you know, lucky to have grandparents around. So she's coming on over and I go upstairs to my bathroom to brush my teeth. I wanted to have some fresh breath for the surgery, right? Um, as I'm brushing my teeth, I hear the pitter patter of feet coming up and I turn my head and they're standing in the doorway of my bathroom is my sweet son, Trevor, see if you can picture this, holding in his hand a banana, so beautifully peeled, like, you know, picture perfect, the peels, you know, three little peels hanging down over his little fist as he's holding the banana with the tip of the banana missing and the jaws of the mouth chewing. And I look at him and in my not so proud mommy moment, ice cream. Did you just take a bite of that banana? Because all I'm thinking about is how I had perfected everything to walk out the door in just seconds to head off to surgery. And there's my child having blown everything, right? Because you can't have surgery if you've eaten. Because of the anesthesia and the chances of choking and vomiting and all that. So I call the hospital and I'm like, my son, I'm trying to downplay this, right? Because, like, I, I, you know, maybe I don't have to tell them, but gosh, if something happens and the guilt, but I don't really want to make it seem like a big deal because it was just one bite of banana and, like, not the whole banana, right? So I call the hospital, I'm like, my son just took a bite of banana. Now it's not a big bite, just a little bite. They're like, I'm sorry, we can't do surgery. Oh, I was fuming mad. I could not believe it. Babysitter on the way. My husband had everything lined up for work. So we rescheduled surgery. Surgery got rescheduled for the following Thursday. Now, that happened to be the day that they were going to announce the layoffs. And honestly, it seemed like the worst day to have my husband be gone, right? Like why not be there when they announce the layoffs? This has happened every year. You know, he's always, he's never been laid off at the, with this company. He's escaped all of it, but he's always had to like manage the downfall, right? Uh, pick up the pieces, encourage people, that sort of thing. So it definitely did not seem ideal. Got to reschedule the babysitter, you know, um, make sure that we go through another night and another morning of not eating. Definitely did not seem ideal. So the next week rolls around and it's Wednesday, the day before the surgery. Now, this time, my husband, I guess he was not telling me this, but he had a different vibe about this layoff. You know, every other layoff, he had been involved in um, all the conversations about the new org chart and everything. And this time that wasn't happening. Now we should have seen the writing on the wall looking back because every manager that he'd worked for in his upline, like going up the org chart was no longer there. So, you know, when it comes time to do a reorg, there's nobody really there anymore that knows how hard you work, that knows you as an employee and He just had a sense that he might not survive this time. He'd not been telling me this at all, but this was a sense he had. So on that Wednesday, the day before the reschedule of the surgery, the day before um, layoffs were supposed to be announced, he called his boss's assistant for sake of changing names. And I honestly don't remember the boss's name, but we're just going to say it was John. I have no idea what it was. So he calls John's assistant Wednesday afternoon around lunch and says, hey, my son's having surgery tomorrow, so I'm not going to be in the office. If for any reason John needs to talk to me tomorrow about anything, just let him know that today might be better. Well, sure enough, around 4.45 that afternoon, John's assistant called my husband and said, hey, John would like to meet with you. Can you come to his office at five o'clock? Chris goes to John's office, John gives the news, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know how to tell you this, but you are being laid off. Go ahead and take your time this evening to pack up your belongings and clear out your office. Now here's where this blessing is. You see, at this company, when they did major layoffs, if you were told if it happened like on the day of the layoff, you were told. When you were told there was a security guard basically standing outside the office, as you were being told, and when you came out of that office, you were immediately escorted off the campus, okay, given no time to take anything from your office. Everything stayed behind. You could go pick up your purse, or wallet, or car keys, but that was it. And then if you had personal effects in your office, you had to schedule an appointment on a weekend to come in and be puppy guarded, if you will, by a security guard who was standing there the entire time as you packed up your office. It was very humiliating, um, just very like, you know, there was nothing about it that felt good. You had not done anything wrong and you were almost being treated as if you were a criminal. The gift that we had because the surgery was rescheduled, okay, was that my husband talked to his boss the night before and said the day of the layoff, and he was able to take the time to just slowly pack up his office, take out his personal effects and walk out His head held high with dignity instead of having to be escorted out of the building the following day. But you see, I didn't know that the day that my son took the bite of that banana, right? And I was fuming mad because we weren't able to do surgery and how inconvenient this was because, you know, grandma's on her way over to babysit and dad's got this all, you know, figured out. And now you're going to have to make me like, you know, plan all this again the next week, but God, okay. You'll hear me say that phrase a lot in my stories, but God knows. So I want you to go back to that moment in time, that incident in your brain where something happened and your knee jerk reaction was to get upset. And then I want you to think about the days, the weeks, and maybe it even might take months after that. And think about whether or not that little incident potentially changed the trajectory, can't say that word, (laughs) but changed the trajectory of what happened in the future. You see, had my son not taken that bite of that banana, that made me so fuming mad, he would have had surgery that day. My husband would have been at work the Thursday that layoffs were announced. He would have been called into his boss's office like all the other people with a security guard standing right outside the door. When he was told that he was let go, he would have been escorted off the campus without any ability to take his personal effects. And then he'd have to schedule later for a Saturday to come in and under the eyes of a security guard pack up his office. Instead, it was that Wednesday night, that fateful bite of the banana that caused things to change for the future, right? God knew best. I firmly believe God stuck that banana in Trevor's hand because he knew what would happen. And so instead, my husband was able to take, I think he probably took two to three hours clean up his office, take out his personal effects and just kind of take his time without some security guard hovering over his back and breathing down his neck and watching his every move. So think back to those times where something did not happen like you expected and then just ask yourself, even though I got upset that this happened, did that somehow bless me? Give me a treasure, a gift in the future that maybe I couldn't see at that time. I want us to remember. I want you to remember for the future when something happens. And guys, I want to tell you, I have those knee reactions all the time. So sometimes I say these things to you so that I can remember it myself. When things happen that don't go according to our plan, but God, but God may know better. Now, it may not be that you see the difference a week later, right? We were lucky. We saw the difference a week later. You might not. It might come a couple of weeks later. It might come a couple of months later. It might take a year or longer for something to happen where you can look back and you say, wow, if. XYZ did not happen, whatever, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago, five years ago, this right here, this gold, this gift would never have been possible. Wow. Just think of that, like how amazing, but God, right? So you'll be hearing more in the future. I love this opportunity. I'd love to hear in the comments um, or message me what that incident might be. Guys, this is just an opportunity to really revel in all the glory that God puts into our life, all the treasures that God puts into our life. So I hope that you can think of something and see that glory, that, that, that treasure, that gift, And then in the future, again, when things don't go our way, when we get upset because it didn't go according to plan, have that glimmer of hope that somehow, someday, some way, there's going to be a gift. I love you all so much. I thank you for joining me and I look forward to being with you next week. Thank you for joining us today on the Restoring Hope podcast with your host, me, Deborah Bigdown. It would mean the world to me if you'd like and subscribe to this podcast. Share it with your family and friends and those that you think might benefit from what it is that we've shared today. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Check out my website. The link is listed below. My prayer for you, my friends, is that you are able to lean into the person that God has truly designed you to be, restoring hope for both yourself and all of those around you. Until next week, have an amazing day. Love you all. Can't wait to chat next week.